Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, a different artist, and then we listen to all of their records and we rank them from worst to best. We give our biggest banger, our biggest stinker possibly from each of those. Uh, But before we do that, we get into our six degrees with Tom DeLonge if we decided to actually do it this week. Um, But while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Go to all the social medias because you can find us at Asinine Radio. Follow us. Give us a follow. Talk to us. Hang out with us. Uh, we have a discord server if you want to join that let us know we'll send you the link and we have a phone number that you can call leave us or shoot you can leave us you can call us jesus fucking christ what are you who are you talking to we have a phone number you can call or text us you're talking about do that you can leave us a voicemail i don't care my name is tyler and way out there hundreds of miles away is jeff so let's jump right into this jeff do we have did you do any histories <laughs> with Tom DeLong? No, I did not. I did not either. It's been a long week. So um, let's move on then. So if you didn't already know, we are doing the Descendants. We're doing Descendants this week, and we're going to rank all eight of their records, and we're going to do it from worst to best and give our biggest banger from each of them. So let's jump right into number eight. What do you got, Jeff? Go. Uh, I mean, uh, I, could, I could say this now. This was... This was a pretty phenomenal week. This was uh, this one of the best weeks we like. I think we've ever done just because this is something so new, and it ended up being so damn good. So none yeah. of these none of these were were like bad at all by any means. They were all at least good, and I enjoyed every single one. Um, but my least favorite was "Cool to Be You." Their sixth album, two thousand four. I don't know. I I, I just didn't care. <laughs> too much for the overall tone of this one it was just kind of forgettable yeah i yeah. guess i don't know it was still fun to listen to though i just i, I didn't have like a banger and after listening to it i was like okay this is definitely not as good as the one before and then after playing the one after it's like he's obviously not as good as this one and it had to fall somewhere so i just i have really no opinions on this one cool to be you didn't care all right that's bad. fair that's fair uh my number eight is also cool to be you this is their sixth record from 2004 um i, I agree with you this was um I don't want to say it was forgettable, but just in comparing it to everything else, nothing really stood out outside of the song Mass Nerder. Um, just because that was kind of a goofy song. Kind of what Milo was doing with his vocals was, was different than really anything he ever kind of did. Like the melody, the melody was different. And that's really the only song that stood out. But everything else just kind of meshed together as one thing. But that's really most of these records. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to differentiate between songs because they all kind of start out the same with like the bass, the bass going, the drum rolls in, and then it's like every almost every fucking Descendant song. But uh, I love it. I love it. This week has been a fucking blast. So uh, cool to be you is my number eight, but there's nothing wrong with it at all. So let's move on to your number seven. Uh, Everything sucks. Their their fifth album, ninety six. Okay. It's kind of funny because like the gaps in between some of these albums are just so many years. Yeah, and uh, it's 
Like, this band's been around for a long time, but they've also not been a band for a long time, too. So that's, that's kind of funny. All because of Milo. Um, all because of Milo. Um, everything sucks. A little, a little bit of a dip here for me after one, two, three, four. Musically, I think this is actually tighter than anything they've done up until this point. They're playing around with a lot of like pacing changes and just fun structures. Mm-hmm. And they obviously they've gotten much better at their instruments. But I think it's very pop punk sounding, but doesn't want to be. These the like the songs are set up to be more punk sounding, but they always kind of seem to like revert to that generic pop punk thing that they do fairly often. Um, just not not my favorite, not my favorite album. But like sonically though, this sounds fucking great. Like everything, mm-hmm. everyone's tone is fantastic. I think the production quality is fucking top notch. I think this this album sounds great. It's just not like my favorite one. So, do you have a banger off that one? Nah. No. Okay. My number seven is Enjoy, their third record. Uh, I did like this record a lot. It definitely was more of an experimental thing that you could tell. There were heavier songs, a ton of skits, a lot of farting, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but it just kind of seemed seemed like they were trying too hard to be like Black Flag with the experimental kind of jazzy, weird thing that they were doing, but they just didn't quite nail it like Black Flag did. This is just kind of, um, to me, this was just kind of a just a fun record for them to make. Like they didn't even, it didn't seem like they tried too hard to write songs on this record. It was just to go into the studio and have a blast. That's all it was. And I like it. I thought, I thought that was super rad, but because of that, I'm, I have to rank it this low. So I have no banger off of enjoy. So, okay. That's, that's a fucking ranking. That's a, that's a fucking ranking. I'll tell you that much right now. I don't hear nothing about it. That's a fucking ranking. I told you I was going to surprise you. Yeah. Okay. 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 What is your number six? Uh, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. This I'm is uh, kid. This is their second album, 85, and this is pretty good stuff. Still very punk focused, but this is this is like the true pop punk album by the Descendants. Mm-hmm. This is this is like where and we'll get into a ton of pop punk because it's just all of these things came coming back to me. I realized so many things this week. It was it was it was cool. It was fun. Um everyone everyone got better from the first album to this one. Just like vastly better. And this is their last this is their last right with the bass player Tony Tony. Uh, Tony. No, not their last one for maybe for a while. Yeah, I don't Tony, know. Yeah. They there's, he, he came back. He came back sporadically after this. Yeah, this, this is the band, last dude. full length that he did with them. The only person that's been there is 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 Bill. Yeah, and I don't even think he was part of the original. No, he wasn't. He wasn't yeah. technically part of the original. But whatever. It's, this album is really good. I like this. The songs are fun. Milo can't really sing or stay in tune, and that's that's so funny. It's just so yeah. funny because he's he's trying to sing more like pop punky on this one whereas in the first one it's more just like yelling and kind of him just Wah! doing that thing and here he's actually trying to sing and his bad singing is coming through even more but <laughs> like you know they don't give a shit and it's just it's so endearing it's so fun. The instrumental song theme that was fucking great. That was like yeah, my favorite song, song bar none. Very low bass parts and a lot of high guitar noodling. Made for a really nice contrast. It was just a like good, cool, like surf rock, pop punk song. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. That's your number six. My number six is Everything Sucks, fifth album from 1996. Um, this one, it's a fun record, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't quite have the recklessness of their 80s stuff. Like they really refined 
everything the production the the they're playing their actual playing everything was just more mature in that sense i mean musically it's still goofy and 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 childish which is great but how it sounded was very was more mature and more refined which you know i like i I like the recklessness of the the earlier stuff uh but this this record does have a really great balance of the pop punk melodic punk stuff with the hardcore more hardcore leaning songs like they really they really found that that perfect perfect balance here so um yeah everything sucks that's my number six everything sucks okay so what do you got for five all of these i really enjoyed like i had a lot of fun with the next two i don't think i would buy on the vinyl just because like why would i reach for this when i can reach for this so but like this next one i had a lot of fun with and that's that's hyper Hypercafium spaz spasinate. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that even means, but I don't know what fucking quail is. I don't know what the (laughs) (laughs) So good. This is this is like their most aggressive and and actual hardcore punk sounding album like I think they've ever done. This is some serious angst here and intensity, but it definitely does sound like a typical epitaph group releasing an album. Because yes. this is 2016. This is yes, this their seventh album. This is this is generic. Like if you've listened to Bad Religion for so many fucking years, like they that is kind of the sound, and they are contemporaries. Like Bad Religion is a contemporary of of the Descendants as much as Black Flag is. Yeah, and yeah. and even even uh, Dead Kennedys. They're 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 all in the same kind of scene early early on, but the Descendants have now fallen into the epitaph sound, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that but I just can't rank it higher because it is a little generic. But uh, I think Bill's best drumming is on this album. I don't have really have like a banger per se, but he is fucking phenomenal on this. And you can hear it, and I was I was kind of like, damn, dude, like, this is really, really good. And so then I, I was like, let me just Google fucking Bill Stevenson and say, like, what is his favorite thing that he's done or whatever. And I was kind of reading more about the way he played drums. And I'm not a drummer. I don't know anything about drums. Uh, technicality or whatever but he was talking about how he he's he's doing a lot of like eighth notes and quarter notes and then switching hands so his left hand's eighth his right hand's fourth and then vice versa and going back and forth whether regardless if it's on the the hi-hat or the right or the snare and it Mm -hmm. makes for a much more complex like drumming style and then like you can you can hear going back to like uh I don't want to grow up. I don't. I don't want to grow up. Came out right as they were doing the process of weeding out with Black Flag, yeah. that that like instrumental free jazz thing fucking that they love did. That record or EP. and that's like Bill Stevenson fucking ripped it up with Black Flag. And so yeah. it's just, I don't. It's cool. It's cool to see them still put out records that are like, wow, this is really really good. Still, and and I was, I was happy. I was happy and I was surprised. So wait, what is your favorite song then? I didn't have one. You don't have a banger? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the thing, too. Like, I, I love all these albums, but I don't have a banger, like, because a lot of them do meld with one another, so it's hard to kind of differentiate, but um, great records. But anyway, my, my number five is also Hypercafium Spazinate, seventh record from 2016. And um, I, what you said about this having that epitaph sound, I 100% hear it. It's hard to explain, but I... It totally makes sense, and because you said that, the the tone on this record actually reminds me a lot of "Covered with Ants" from Guttermouth. Just that yeah. that that drumming sound 
and the guitar that's sounds. Epitaph too. That's an epitaph tone. Yeah, absolutely. Ex- exactly. And that's when, yeah. like, right when you said that, I immediately thought of Covered with Ants. And the song uh, No Fat Burger, which is my banger off here, it's a 42 second long song, but it, God damn, it could be a gutter mouth song. It could be a snotty ass gutter mouth song from like Friendly People or something like that. I, I thought that song was, was so fucking rad. And I think this is one of the re- one of the albums that is the most varied g- genre-wise because they have the snotty punk, they have the pop punk, they have the hardcore stuff, and then they're moving into some kind of like alt rock, not not necessarily not necessarily ballad stuff, but there's some alt rock stuff here, and they do it they do it really well. I really really dug that, so I do appreciate this record for how varied it is varied it is g- genre-wise, and uh, yeah. Hypercafium Spasinate from The Descendants, or from Descendants. So uh, after this point, I would get ev- all this stuff on vinyl. So what do you got for number four? I would I would probably listen to this one again. This this is, so, so, so Ninth and Walnut, their last album, their eighth one from last year. This this one, you would have missed opportunity. When this, when this came out, we talked about this and we talked about like, yeah, okay, it's fine. Like it's whatever's, but like, <laughs> no. obviously we didn't listen to, it. we heard it, we heard it, but yeah. we didn't listen to it. Cause if yep. we listened closer, we, this, we, we wouldn't doing this last year. Mm-hmm. Like this would have blown our minds last year because this album is fucking great. They are still doing punk and pop punk better than most new bands that are coming out. And that's unreal. That is unreal that these guys are still doing the genre that they fucking invented better than everybody else that is doing the genre that they invented. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. it's embarrassing. It's it's impressive. It's absolutely fucking phenomenal. And the last the last track on this is a cover by by a group called Dave Clark Five, which is just like an old like who gives a fuck like like late fifties early sixties rock and roll kind of band who cares some British band, but they do a cover of this and it's called Glad All Over, and my God it is it is so good it, it's it's like this cool Stray Cats driven dance song mixed with like true punkage, and yeah, it's amazing yeah. and that's my favorite track on this album is that last one and it's a cover and I think they slay covers, and it's just God man this <laughs> album is fantastic. I, I still might buy this one just because it's readily available. It's not very expensive, and it is really, really good. Yeah, I mean, you could buy it for under twenty bucks. I know, which ain't bad. Ain't bad at all. I saw it today at Radiation, and it was like twenty three, and I'm like, uh, I'll come back later. Come back later for this one. But um, okay, there you go. Ninth and yeah. Walnut is your number four. It is also my number Ooh. four. Ninth and Ooh. Walnut is also my number four. Um, so a lot of these songs were written, or I think all of the songs were written in the, the late seventies and during the eighties, Frank Nevetta, you know, he, he came back for, or, okay. So let me start this over. A lot of these songs were written in the late seventies and eighties. And a lot of these songs were, were actually recorded. I believe in, it was 2002. At um, least in part. Yeah. Yeah. At least in part because Frank Nevetta died in 2008 and he had kind of re not rejoined the band, but he had gotten back together with the guys and, and wrote and recorded some music in 2002 and it was never released. It was never really finished music. And then they decided in 2020 or 2021 that they were going to get, going to get back together and, and just kind of finish those recordings. And that's what this is. And, um, and yeah, dude, they're, they're, they're mid fifties 
and they're still <laughs> killing these songs. They're still absolutely killing it with these songs. Yeah, they were written a long time ago, but they're played now, you know? Played now, exactly. Yeah. So, ah, oh, man, dude, yeah, this Ninth and Walnut, surprisingly, was very, very good. And I agree with you. Had we actually, actually really listened to this record a year ago, we would have, you know, done Descendants then. It was but. it was it was humbling. It really was. It was humbling because we 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 didn't dismiss it as bad, but we did say it was good. But we didn't. It's 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 so much better than we dismissed it as. Yeah, totally, totally. That that is that's us not doing our job, and for that, I apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. Just don't do it again. I apologize. Um. So yeah, I mean, I would just kind of be repeating what you already said because I, I I agree with do you it. wholeheartedly. Beat up. Um. So what is your number three? <laughs> Uh, the album what are you laughing all. about? <laughs> I guess that's so stupid. That chorus and Fugaz, repeat up. So repeat up. stupid. <laughs> I, I honestly, I probably say that every day. Like something <laughs> will remind me of it, and I'll go repeat up. Say, I'll so say it like Robert, dumb. like a bad Robert De Niro. Repeat up. Repeat up. Repeat up. <laughs> or like Will Sasso so doing terrible. Robert De Niro. It's like our impression of Will Sasso doing uh, Robert. An impression De Niro. of Will Sasso doing an impression of Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing an impression of Eve McKay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So so my my third my third favorite. All of these I, I I want on the vinyls. Um number one and or number two and three could could be interchangeable. My number one, that's just that silly boy talk. Uh number three is all. The album All by okay. All. No, nah, not by all. By all by the descendants. By descendants, excuse me. Their fourth album. Right. Uh The Year We Were Born, nineteen eighty seven, baby boy. Yep. Right, right, it's as old right. As us. Super solid. A little more aggressive than some of their 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 earlier stuffs. I liked it, but like really, really good all around. Like everything is just really, really tight. There were parts here that that I really thought Milo was trying to like like project his inner Rollins to the point where I was like, holy fuck! Like you, you really, you really do sound like like Henry Rollins there. But then yeah. I saw that like Des Kadena does backing vocals on this album. I didn't say what song. I don't know if that was just some fucking. Smarty Pants, just inserting him in the in the thing there. I don't know, <laughs> but that was cool. But mm-hmm. overall, like this this album's a fucking banger, an absolute banger. I love I it. I've 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 like multiple fucking bangers here. The last track or the la- yeah the last track, Schizophrenia. It's the longest on the album. Fucking fantastic. Uh, Coolidge. That's another one that's great. Even the first the first song, the first thing they do, they just yell all and say, like, "What is that?" Why you I know <laughs> it's like, and they do it again, long. like two tracks later, and it's just no, all. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's so weird. I, I, yeah, I love yeah. this album. This album is so good. Agreed. Number three. Agreed. All right, all is my number three as well, from 1987. Um, this one, th- so with Enjoy, they had kind of done the Black Flag thing, gone a little bit more experimental, but they didn't do it quite as well or as exciting as Black Flag with Enjoy, but with all. Oof, they um they fucking nailed it. They nailed it with this record. This is this is I think everything that Greg Ginn wanted Black Flag to be was this record. I really really yeah. do. But Greg Ginn is just he he's not that good. He's just really ambitious. But this but the but Descendants just refined it and just made an absolutely phenomenal fucking record. I I think this record is amazing, and I got this record today. At Radiation oh. Records. Huge shout out, Radiation Records. Huge shout out. Picked it up today. Rip it up. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think this, this album is, is a banger. My, my favorite song is the song Clean Sheets. I think that song is <laughs> really, really catchy. Um, 
I, I just need to spend more time with this record to give it a proper, proper, go, a proper, not rating, but a proper review. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it's, it's more complex than I feel like most people give, give this band. So yeah, all from descendants is my number three. So what do you have for number two? Uh, enjoy <laughs> their third album. Can't believe you like this one. This one. 86. This is a fucking, this is a joke, right? This is silly. This is, this is almost like a comp because these songs are thrown together in a way that just, they don't fucking flow. Yeah. Nothing like, makes sense. Nothing makes sense here. Songs one to two to two to three. You're like, what the fuck? The sequencing is terrible. It's so immature. It is, it is, it's way more immature than anything Blink's ever done. And I don't know, man. I, I, I love it. The fart noises to the goofy <laughs> lyrics. Like this was really, really fun to listen to. And this was, they, they like, those are actual fart noises when they were like in the studio, they're actually doing this. And, <laughs> and they're, they're working with kind of like, like bigger people now, either like producing or engineering. And like one of the guys who like engineered this album is like studied music, like new music yeah. theory. And, and, he went he's to like, Berkeley I want to get a job. Music. <laughs> yeah, he said he wanted to get a job, like fucking eventually producing albums. And these guys come in, and all they're doing is farting into the fucking record or farting into the mic. And he said it was a humbling experience because he thought he was going to like rip it up and and and, and take these track by track thing and, and break it down and make it, you know, better and, and and do all this stuff. And all he wanted to do was fuck around, fart into the mic, drink a shit ton of <laughs> coffee, and play really good music because this album is fucking fantastic. I love it. And I, I, I want this on the vinyls for sure. But the, what really surprised me was Wendy, the the Beach Boys cover. So mm, that song, yeah. that song was a good song anyway. And then like I heard them play it. I, I I'll, I'll do my origin story later. But yeah, okay. so that, that 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 was it. Okay, and kind of throwing it back to the uh, to that engineer, like you said, he was fresh out of college. He worked at the studio, and I think it was in Venice, Venice Beach. And the the guy who owned the studio is like, he the the engineer was expecting oh you know maybe I can work on one new song from a band that's going to be recording here, and the the owner said no you're going to be doing a full full record you're going to produce it, and he was like oh he was so excited and he said right when he walked in they were literally had a mic up the sky's ass pretty much and he was just farting into the mic like that was the first thing he saw when he walked into the studio was them farting into the mic, and I love that. <laughs> I fucking love it. This it's is, so it's so fucking immature and so funny. This may be like the most immature album like I've ever heard. <laughs> it really it's, is. <laughs> God damn, it's good. <laughs> this is like what what Guttermouth has always tried to do. You know, like with um with Shave the Planet and with uh, Eat Your Face. It's kind of has that kind of feel to it, but not as immature as as Enjoy. And that comes with just with just straight like age, like like gutter mouth at that point. They're just or he he's just too old. Uh, you know he's yeah, getting true, old. Yeah. Like these guys are still really young. This is eighty six, so they're probably like what early twenties in this yeah, one. Twenty two, twenty three, maybe. Yeah. So so, dude, <laughs> this is straight immaturity. This is immaturity from a, from a group of guys that just want to have fun and don't even realize <laughs> what they're doing because they're not. <laughs> Half of these guys are really good at what they do. Half of these guys yeah. are really, really good at what they do. And the other half, like Milo's not a good singer, not even a really good lyricist in the beginning, not even a good like songwriter because he really mm-hmm. didn't do a lot. 
but he's yeah. like he's he's just, he's cool, man. He's just he's a fucking, fucking dork. Rad. He's a dweeb. He's a nerd. Like he's a, a self-prescribed fucking dork. Like he's like he's he like rivers before anywhere. rivers. You know? Yeah, that's what he is. Um, All right, go ahead. I, well, I'm sure two? we'll get more into Milo on the main For episode. Sure. So, yeah. uh, my number two is I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Fucking tell me Milo's not your fucking number one. He's a little piece of shit, asshole, <laughs> piece of shit. Tell me that. I also got this one on vinyl today as well. I, I did. I, I got this from Radiation Records. Um, this one, I love how melodic and catchy these songs are. Honestly, this could be my number one as well. They re- they really fluctuate. They're they're very different records. Milo is more hardcore record, hardcore punk. This, but I don't want to grow up is very pop punk. It's very the songs are. I think the songs are. You know what? Fuck it. Milo is my number two. Fuck it. Don't be. Don't be. Stupid. I don't want to grow up as my number one. I, I they're just better written Here, songs. Here's what happens though. Here's what happens though. Like you say that, and then and then like we'll talk about Milo, and then you'll listen to Milo again. You're like wow, actually this is, it is better. And and like I I get it like like everything sucks is I think it is the true first pop punk album that has ever been made, besides everything like the Ramones in that era. But or everything sucks, yeah. Wait, Whatever. what? No, what you say? I, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the one. That's the one. <laughs> I'm scrolling through my notes here. <laughs> but but no, Milo Milo goes to college is is your favorite. Don't be silly. Uh, I don't know. I you'll listen to it again and you'll think like, oh god, what was I thinking? Like this is truly. This is truly number one. I, I did listen, like, before I left work today, I did listen to Milo and I Don't Want to Grow Up back-to-back. And I will say, after that listen-through, I did enjoy I Don't Want to Grow Up more. No, you didn't. <sighs> it, it's it's a better record, so I don't know. So Milo Goes to College, Let, you want to, should we get into that now? Yeah, that's number one for me uh, and for you, so let's get into no, it. It's not. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for the main episode, or go listen to the main episode. Give us five stars. That's it. That's all. Do you